3: When it when it comes to the Tigers, when it comes to the, to the Grizzlies, I just it got so bad where I pray for them every night <laughs> to get a win. I mean, it just I don't know I don't know I don't know what to say. But like I said, uh, we need to keep supporting Penny and what he's doing. He bring a lot of revenue here, and uh, hopefully he can get it together. And then uh, one more thing I want to add uh, I want to thank you guys because I want a little money with FanDuel listening to y'all too.
4: Hey, way to go, C. <laughs> Round of applause <laughs> to you, brother. <laughs> we'll keep looking for that light at the end of the tunnel in Memphis sports. See, appreciate you, man, and appreciate you listening right. on the lunch break, brother. Uh, we got one uh, more. He's a he's a basketball man. He's got the eye. Uh, he's gonna have the last word on this. His name is Melvin. Melvin in Midtown. Hey, what's going on, brother? Man, help me, Melvin. Now you, you driving? Is there the wind blowing through the car? What's are you out on the? You out at work? Yeah, I'm
3: straight now. I got you. Out. I got yeah, you. Yep. Uh, one of the callers before said uh brought up the, the first year when he he said he started Lomax and Tyler Harris
4: over Over Jeremiah. I couldn't yeah, remember no if man, that was exactly right
3: or not. Some people just say anything, I know they they be ready they always ready to throw Lomax under the bus. But anyway, man, like this this has been kinda of disaster. And, uh, like, it's frustrating. Melvin, Rick,
4: Rick, R- how much of it I can you it, keep? It, I no, I was going to ask you, man, just a direct question. I want to know from you. How much of this can you keep, right? How much of what he's got do you keep for next season and then try to go find the other pieces? Man, I, I,
3: I like uh, I like Pierre. You know he's probably going to keep his son. But, I mean, I got an issue. I mean, Jalen Young played one minute yesterday. I thought he was going to be a part of it. Right, we He he's still not getting
4: minutes. Joe something Cooper got on. more minutes than him. Yep, something going on with that, with Jalen,
3: Like, Fant, he's all right, but, like, the last game, Fant didn't play. This game, he's he, – like, I, I see when you get down about 20, play everybody. But last game, Sherifant didn't play this game. He's in the rotation in the beginning of the game. He gave him like, four threes in the first half, so yeah. – we, we want to blame Quinlan and all those guys, but like, if you substitute a minute into the game, and by the time I come in, we're down by 10, how many games you expect David Jones or Quinlan to just stop the avalanche?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: If you come on a, so you, yesterday, he played, he played another line that we've never seen before.
4: Feel about like we've been Don't on repeat with that, though: Feels like that's it. been on repeat over and over and over again. You know, him throwing those guys
3: out. know, in there. people were trying to just well, they quit on so we're not gonna talk about the learning of that's still the issue. He said we're gonna go to seven or eight. The game when he substitute the game wasn't over. The game was not over. They they gave a couple of rebounds, like two to three, they were the score. And he just said, I'm through with it. Like I'm so. that was the issue. That the commentator said, like, how are you substitute when Mon let's see how this works out. Yep. And I know what, like John and I love John and I know Quinn to be but like y'all, talking about like stars, Joe Cooper, Like they gonna go, they might go zero five anyway. But like, just be realistic, man. Like last couple of games, you know, Quinley hit the shot against Wichita State. He was over thirteen. Next two games, he scored twenty games. Last two games, he scored eighty nine points. But I mean, Nick Jordan, y'all telling me he a good player? He had, he played nineteen minutes. He didn't get one rebound, Jason. Yeah, one. Jordan was so how hey, if, if the guy playing defense and they get a they got seventeen offensive rebound. So, how y'all gonna blame the guards on everything and they get the rebound and I gotta guard my man 30 more seconds? Like, it's a team effort, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the rotations don't help. Like, man, I'm, and I'm going look, I'm gonna go to the game win to support him. Like, they lose it, I think it's like over, over. Cause they had lost a game. I've been, you know, kind of superstitious, so I, I didn't go to the Rice game in South Florida. But all the other games out there, they won, so I'm gonna support them. But like,
4: they need you from right you He's
3: still playing. He's playing thirteen guys, like ten guys right. within yeah. eight minutes. Like, come
4: on. You're man. only adding to what it feels like, Melvin. I appreciate you, brother. You're only adding to what it feels like the issue is. You're only exacerbating the issue, putting guys that, like you mentioned, Sheriff You back? He's out there in real minutes. Can I understand when you, like he said, you, the game's over. Okay, I'm going with my young guys. I'm gonna see who wants to play. But at this point, Sharon Fond showed us he ain't ready for this, and especially at this level of urgency, where you got to win, you got to win. And it, what 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 doubles it up, and and, and you know we got to take a break. We'll go to rundown. But it's it's like, you know, what you get from Penny, particularly before this game, saying I've got to cut it down, and then it's still the same repeating script. Like I talked about with Melvin, where you're throwing players at the issue. You got 11 guys out there before we can even blink. So it's it, it feels like you're only adding to it when you're saying I know what the issue is I'm gonna cook this up right and you keep throwing too many ingredients in there and getting it wrong. It, but you got but 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 you got the you know you got the 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 the, you know, the recipe right in front of you. you. You got you're reading from it. You say so and and I get it with Quinnelly. Maybe that's you know the the idea that you, I, I know I understand Melvin's frustration. You you start Joe Cooper the rest of the way you know people saying that out of frustration or whatever else really with Javon Quinnelly. And Javon Quinley has won games, but if it's if we're getting to a point, and maybe maybe Melvin's right, maybe it's the Charlotte game, maybe it's this week, because you got Florida Atlantic too, and you bomb out, I mean, I'm more interested in whether it's Joe Cooper or or, or or more importantly, some of these other scholarship guys in seeing what the future is. It's it's like the Grizzlies at that point. How much of this do I want back next year? We know he's gonna keep Ashton and those guys. And and maybe there is, you know, Sharon Font's a part of that, some Jonathan Pierre, but you've got to decide. How much are you cutting, you know, cutting off? And, you know, and maybe there is a way. Maybe, here here, here, I will say this, maybe maybe this is a, a, a possibility. Uh, David Jones not being, it doesn't feel like, on the draft radar, despite the season he's having, maybe that ends up coming back to help you in a way. Because then the possibility of you being able to give him an NIL offer that can match or do better than... Let's let's use Lester for an example. Who went the G League route? Went the hard way, but you could make the argument Lester was going to probably do better at least or at least initially taking the money here. Maybe you'll David you'll have that option with David Jones, where where the you know the desire to give him the NBA in clamoring for him yet, and there's an opportunity to do that because that is and I will land it on here. He is the one guy I can point to. Yesterday, he said a man, won't quit. Now it felt weird him just taking all the shots and everything else. We know he's out there for NBA scouts. It's almost like, no no, 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 you know, we we need you to stay. But the effort has been there. He is not one of these guys who has quit on you. He was one of the guys they put out there to talk, and he was talking about uh, how it felt like some of his teammates had sort of, uh, you know, they don't care about winning. He put it. So we'll we'll touch. We, we talked about Penny's comments. We'll touch on what David Jones had to say. Uh, get into NBA All Star Weekend. I need a little bit of a of a pick me up. After that, uh, that first hour, I do think we got to the heart of some things. Penny's and, and John touched on this in his column last week. You know, Penny's got to look in the mirror and be about no. no this I got to be about some real change here because my way didn't work this year. Uh, again, a lot of it feels like roster building uh, felt like you were close, but you obviously uh, uh, missed in getting too many of those. It feels like you know high dollar NIL guys expecting to be the man and not enough of the role playing guys who understand hey I got a job to do and it's behind you know the top couple of guys so um you know the answer is somewhere in that roster construction we'll see what what Penny decides to do this offseason there's still more basketball to be played I know I sound like I'm talking like the season's over it does feel that way uh, but five more regular season games still to be played starting with Charlotte on Wednesday we will talk NBA All-Star weekend Vince Williams was in the Rising Stars Challenge was a big weekend obviously for Dame, it was Dame time uh, all weekend long. We'll get back into college basketball. Purdue went down. Rick Patino went off. We'll do all that when we get back. you listen listening to Jason and John,
1: 929FM. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
4: Why? Why?
1: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile
0: delivery may be required. See store for details.
4: ESPN 2360. I call it the future of basketball training, but it's happening right now. Go see the place, 85 Market Center Drive in As Soon as you step in, you'll be blown away. It's a basketball haven, but not just one capable of fixing the shot or developing the shot of your young one, niece, nephew, son, daughter. That's an aspiring basketball player, uh, but they can also, you know, improve your body. Uh, they've got the development coaches, the weight training. Uh, as well, they'll improve that vertical out there at Shoot 360. But also back to your game, the ball handling, the passing. They've got these huge interactive video boards. You mimic what you see on the screen. Uh, I've got these moving targets for passing drills that your kids gonna feel like they're playing a video game. Gonna absolutely love it. Gonna look up, they're sweating, and they got a good workout in. You're gonna love it as a parent because of the membership options out at Shoot 360. Our man Thaddeus Young, uh, longtime NBA veteran, is an investor in Shoot 360, and he knows. What the future is, Thad don't invest in stupid. He only invests in smart. If you know Thad, you know that. We've had him on a couple times, he'd tell you. He knows this technology is the way. He's got his kids on it. You could be on it, too, but it uh, a great membership option. So get out to 85 Market Center Drive. Like we said, it's the future of basketball training out at Shoot 360. Again, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo every day around this time. We do the rundown. Let's go.
2: It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the
4: day from Jason and John on ninety two nine FM ESPN. All right, Our story. Just for a minute, I got to get my mind off of Tigers and all the issues facing Penny Hardaway and this team, uh, and just I need something lighter. All Star Weekend was this weekend, and uh, looks like it's trendy today to come in here and blast it. And there were there were parts of it that are. We're worthy of that. But I I will say I was watching just about at least at some point every night, Friday night, wanted to support our man Vince Williams Jr. and the Rising Stars Challenge. We had talked about it. Brad and I had actually mentioned we didn't think he was going to get much run in terms of as a scorer because you're on that team uh, right with lottery picks. And for Vince Williams Jr., who was playing for, I want to make sure I get this right, Team Tamika, Team Tamika Catchings, I believe it was. Uh, they started, his team did not, he did not start on this team, was Scoot Henderson, Jay Ivey, Keegan Murray, Paolo Bancaro, and my gosh, Jalen Duran is a grown man. Yep. Have you, did you, like, he was a grown man in Memphis. And I've watched highlights of Jalen Duren, and my gosh, the way he rebounds! I mean, you see him just about every other. Night. If 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 there's a Detroit highlight, there's a good chance Jalen Duren's a part of it because the way this kid's rebounding and everything, I, I take off kid. That dude is a man child. He's huge. He's huge. Yeah. he looks. He's almost getting like Dwight Howard. as shit felt like with the shoulders and everything else. Now he's still got a ways to go if he's gonna get that, but. That dude, man, just seeing him a couple years removed from running up and down the floor in a Tigers uniform. Uh, anyway, man. Vince Williams Jr. is on that team. You're figuring you got a pretty good shot against this uh, against this team, Jalen Rose. That's got Benedict Matherin on it mm-hmm. and uh, leading them. Vince only ended up scoring three. Came off the bench and, uh, ben and the, Benedict Matherin ended up being the guy. Made it a short stay for, uh, coach, uh, for coach Tamika's team. Uh, Matherin had 18 points and, and put us out 40-35, I say us, because I was pulling hard uh, for Vince Williams' crew. I told you they weren't going to give him a lot of time. Sounded like he was kind of cool with it. I know he did the hit. I think Grizzlies put out a, a, a video of Vince saying, man, appreciate y'all watching me and everything else. I bet the man was tired because like yes. we talked about, he had played two, not, two straight nights the, uh, the two nights before this uh this thing so i'm sure he was fine with the way things went probably knew how it was going to go uh based in this thing with all the other lo- with the lottery picks that he was vince williams obviously being the number 47 pick in his draft and so he probably kind of figured it was going to go that way i mentioned this in the first hour it's funny how betting in the nba used to be so taboo right we when my you know well, don't talk about Michael Jordan and all his betting issues and everything else. And last night, I guess Benedict Matherin was either mic'd up or somebody on the, uh, uh, somebody in the free throw lane was, maybe it was Ben Carrow or not, I think it was Matherin though, who was who had a chance to win the uh, win the thing at the free throw line, and he said $25,000 bet, I, I win. And you could hear him say it outwardly, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because the I think the announcers even had a little fun with it. Back in the day, if they had been making those kinds of bets back in my day with the uh, Michael Jordans and you know uh, Patrick Patrick Ewing's and all that in that like that, taboo, they, they would have rushed to turn yes. off the audio. You wouldn't have talked about it the, at all. And now in this betting culture that we're in, mm-hmm. um, hearing it, hearing them talk openly about it, and I, I, I promise, it almost—I went back and tried to listen. It sounded like Ban said bit. Because Matherin was saying, hey, bet. And Matherin proceeds to Mm -hmm. miss the free throws. He ends up finishing the game later, but he missed the free throws. It was a $25,000 bet. And I think, like we said, Paolo Bancaro can take him up on it. uh, that he owes him the money. Anyway, the the difference between old NBA and this new one that obviously embraces this new world of betting. And actually, like I said, the announcers had a little fun with it. I thought the highlight, obviously, uh, on Saturday night, for me, I'm interested to hear what you think, Brad, was the... Sabrina versus Steph shootout. I had I had high hopes for it. Yep. Uh, but I did I did worry that okay, well these guys they're only, you know, Sabrina and, and Steph are only shooting one round. Well, you know, what if one of them bombs? One of them, what if yeah. one of them just has a a, a a bad night? And obviously they both shined. Uh Ionescu. We yep. used to say her name Ionescu, so make, I I've listened to it since and it sounds like the pronunciation now is Ionescu. So uh, Sabrina Ionescu had 26 points. And that would have tied uh, the winner of the main three-point contest, Dame Lillard, along with Tyrese's score in the three-point contest, Trey Young's score, Carl Anthony Townsend's score. Now, I realized she was shooting with a WNBA ball, but she was shooting from the three-point line. She was shooting from the NBA three-point line. Uh, So I I was – she hit her first five, and I I said, man, Steph is in trouble. And obviously Steph got hot late uh, ends up, I think, winning that, yeah, with 29 points, beats her 26. But I thought that was the highlight of the thing, to have her shoot the way she did against Steph in a one-on-one situation where they've made it sort of man against woman. Clearly they have. Um, I, I I, thought they both lived up to the billing and handled it great. What would you think? I was, it was fine. It was fine. Doesn't sound like you, um, yeah, yeah, Sound like you could have done without. It, it was, no, I,
5: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it perfectly fine. I really liked the three-point contest and
4: seeing what Dame Lillard did there and and to pull it out and win the three-point contest. Yeah, they all, Halliburton shot it well, Trey yeah. shot it well, and Dame ended up yeah. having to shoot really well to, I think, back-to-back titles for him, first time somebody's done that in over a decade.
5: Yeah, I, I also liked the skills challenge because I was really impressed with this this. The Pacers, and in particular Tyrese Halliburton, I thought had a really good weekend. I mean, he played well was shooting lights out at, to start out that all-star game we can talk about five how, of six. How, it, how it turned out it was a
4: we'll know, get to that
5: we'll get to that but just in terms of his overall and then seeing the Pacers represent Indianapolis I thought the Pacers with Matherin that, you know Miles Turner was in there because they won the I, skills yeah. challenge with like that the Pacers repped team. their their town pretty pretty strong so no it was fine um I enjoyed the three-point a little more but um you know Steph I, I had no doubt Steph would win that
4: I'm surprised that you didn't mention your man Mac McClung. I'm so shocked. That was disappointing. You just kind of went through everything, and you didn't. Yeah. Mean, Mac was Mac disappointed. You?
5: They need to get rid of the dunk contest unless wow. they revolutionize it. They they've got to figure it out. You know, maybe John Moran is the guy. But if you know, it just it's a it was a disappointing event. What did you think of the dunk contest?
4: It was embarrassingly. Mac McClung great at what he does, and yes. frankly, if he's not there. Uh, Jalen Brown. While I appreciate him stepping forward as an all-star who's competing in the dunk contest, you don't see that happen anymore. He's trying to set a trend so he like can that. be in this. Thing. Yep. Stop, stop worrying about us embarrassing ourselves, and let's right. just go out let's there. play. He, uh, his dunk that that D Brown attempt where he tried yeah. to put the man, he put his head in his arm that after was he was down on, on the floor. Yeah. Like, and yeah. but, I, but and I know he was getting absolutely panned on social media. Oof. But I still lean back to I just appreciate him being out there and at least setting up Matt McClung against an all-star level player. Mm -hmm. Matt McClung is amazing at what he does. amazing. Yeah, jumping Um, over Shaq. But I will say, how many times are we going to see the guy holding the ball? It seems like that has become – remember what the old I'm uh, going to throw it off the ground, go catch it or throw an alley-oop to myself? That became so redundant because every player was doing it. You got tired of it. I got tired of everyone pulling, catching the ball off of someone's head right, to go up. Right. Even though, yes, it's impressive. He's jumping over Shaquille O'Neal. That 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 was getting old, and particularly in that dunk contest, yeah. everybody's trying to jump over and catch, take the ball from the guy, jump, dump, yeah. jump over and take it from him. I know Tatum did one where he threw it up to Brown, but um, that was getting old and got yep. redundant. I don't know, man. There, there's a way to fix the. I, I do know. There's a way to fix the dunk contest. Uh, and it's 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 getting the all-star level players out there. Chris Harrington touched on this uh, with Jeff. It's something I have said for a long time. It, it, it wouldn't matter. We could still see those same dunks that I'm complaining about right now from Matt McClung and those guys last night, jumping over somebody, taking the ball out of somebody's hands, jumping over them. We could see them and get excited about them if it was John Morant and Anthony Edwards. I think he's right. That's right. That's right. And the way you do that, it's it's it and I'll get to this but it's where Silver is absolutely blown it. Man, just incentivize it and pay the mess out of them. Cash. Just like, just like you did with the in-season tournament. Amen, brother. We discussed this back when the in-season tournament came around. 100%. The way they got people to care about that, those players to care, was they pay them the Money. bucks, man? Money. Yes. They see, love money. Here's the issue. Silver has set the tone with that. <laughs> yes. You've made it a player's league, right? You've given them all the power. Yeah. And for them to do what you want, you've paid the mess out of them, and yeah. you've added extra incentive for your in-season tournament that you wanted to add, yeah. and then you want them to go out there and play hard in an all-star game and actually play some defense but not give them any extra incentive like you did for in-season tournament and everything. And and you want to have a good dunk contest where you got this G League guy having to come two years in a row yeah. to try to save this thing. You won't throw money at it like you need to. John Moran is on the next day. I don't care if he's teasing or not, but at least put the at least put the back call out to him to Anthony Edwards, say I got five, maybe I got seven and a half million dollars for you here. Come back and make the dunk contest. Great. It's that simple. Yep. The NBA's got the money. They could fix it if they wanted to. And so that's what I'm saying. And so for Silver to be to go back to the All-Star game, which was a complete disappointment because there was no defense played, the East was clearly just out to get the 200, and Silver was really disappointed afterwards. You see him when he handed the trophy to Giannis? Oh, yeah. He's said, oh, you guys, well, you, you had the scoring record. Well, congratulations. Like, he had been going around, parading around, telling people how competitive it was going to well, he, be. He did an how, interview before it. I heard That's it what it on I'm radio. talking about. How on yeah. board he's got the and, guys. And he no, said, you
5: don't. He said I talked to the players before we went back Man, from please. the target score and we're going to go to these 40 minutes and we're going to
4: do the full quarters and, and hopefully we'll see it. We did They got you it. out there hanging yeah. out there to dry telling you they're going to play. Brutal. Playing no defense. You just got Scotty Barnes going to the hole, laying the ball up just because <laughs> he wants to help the East get to 200. It was Wild. ridiculous. Wild. It was awful. It was ugly to watch. Yeah. Then everybody else on the West side they were uninterested it was just about the letting the east get to 200 they start all bombing from 3 right. from 35 feet out i don't care if that's dame cuz he was hitting them but if it's just i mean just anybody going out there lucas missing dunks. yeah what is that it was an embarrassment. That's embarrassing when you star player does that and again it's you're, not funny you're asking these go go play go play hard for me you know i paid you I paid yeah. you good for that in season tournament can you can you be competitive here too when all these guys yeah. anthony davis said it afterwards most of those guys are just trying not to get hurt that's fair that's I a, get that, that. That's, that. They're trying not to get hurt. But, again, if you put some financial incentive into it, you'll get a lot more guys trying a little bit harder. Just even the NBA's got the money, and it has the fix. Back to Ja. Yep. Man, offer that dude. Offer him and Anthony Edwards. Yep, talent fee. Yes. Yeah, big and talent if, fee. And if, and if you didn't like the – because I get the sense from you that the Sabrina-Steph yeah. thing really didn't, didn't catch your imagination. Didn't light like my fire. It, how about one where you do Dame versus Steph, okay. separate from everything now else? Now we're talking. Or you do – Yes, and and again, I think the NBA likes the connection, the WNBA connection, and because she shot it so well, you can continue to sell this. And I'm telling you, there's a bunch of little girls out there this morning that are watching oh, that performance yeah, and going sure. crazy. So the tie is good. Yep. What if what if you had Sabrina and Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, Clark coming into the sure. coming into the WNBA yeah. next year, going against? Oh, and Steph, I think you'll see that going against Steph and Dame. Yep, you'll see something like that, like goats type yeah. shooting yes. against each other. Dame's now one two. Yep, you know Steph's a multiple time three point winner. Maybe maybe it's not, because I think I would get tired of Sabrina Steph every mm-hmm. year, but I do think there's something there Sure, that's maybe in addition to, again, the three-point contest. Yeah, Because I'm with you. You're still getting big names in the three-point contest. Mm-hmm. That's still good. I enjoyed for that. For the most part. I really did. Steph has sort of graduated from yeah. it, so now he was doing the feature sure. one and... And I suppose Dame now at this point having won two can sort of do that too. Get some of those graduates, those, mm-hmm. those multiple-time winners, to do you a little feature like last night. Yep. Maybe you soup it a little bit for the Brads that won a little bit more out of yeah. that, didn't get enough out of last night. And I think you're fine, too. No, and I wasn't and being not, sexist not, like, either. Mine wasn't a sexist comment. Oh, I'm not suggesting just, that you were. It was just,
5: you know, because I thought some of the
4: Kenny Smith stuff bordered on that. Kenny Smith, I'm going to get to him. It was but a wild weekend it, it for was, Kenny Smith. But it, it wasn't just on the Sabrina Steph shootout. Go ahead and go. It there. was also during the dunk contest. It was everything. It was just very. I, I never. It, everything
5: was sideways
4: with Kenny. I never thought that Reggie Miller would be the voice of reason. It's of
5: reason, that's exactly right, Jason. He was the, the the one that was like, hey, uh, yo, can we calm down here a little bit?
4: Because first he was complaining about uh, Matt <laughs> McClung's. Score on one of them, yep. right, and saying it should have been. He higher. was going at the. One what of the are these judges doing? One, he was going at one blind of the legends Dominique over there. Wilkins he, is blind. He, he was going after the legends, but and obviously Kenny Smith, a former dunk champion, yeah. feels like he can. and that's why they use him as an analyst, and they yeah. have for years on that part of All Star Weekend on the dunk contest. But this dude acted like he was God's gift to dunking and judging and everything else last night. Yes. And then he went to the Sabrina thing and said she should have been shooting from the WNBA yeah. line rather than the the man line, right? Wasn't, that was not that his beef yeah, that with, was, that, with that part of it? That's where he got sideways a little
5: bit there. Uh, and, and
4: Reggie, back to the point, kept having to feel like save him. Yes. Save it from it yes. just getting depressing with Kenny being mm-hmm. so critical of everything. It's like, bro, we're trying to entertain so here. here. Yeah. yeah, lighten up a little Calm bit. Calm down. And I've never, I've never enjoyed yeah. Reggie Miller's commentary. No. But I promise you, yeah. yesterday you needed it yes. just to sort of yes. bring Kenny back to center. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny Smith was ruining it. Yes. He was ruining the night with I some agree of with his that. What, commentary.
5: One other question I want to ask you, not to put you on the spot. Condescending
4: he was all night long.
5: I agree, and I thought Reggie was the helpful voice of He's not reasoning. usually like that. No. He usually usually like that, he, he brings he... a little more spark to the event. Um, what did you think of the floor they used when they were over there in the other arena? They did this LED thing, and some of the players said it's not quite ready for like, full-time use because it's a, little, it's a different type of surface. Yeah. I thought that the actual playing, the, the visual on it was, like Jake was wowed by it. He's like... Like, that
4: is incredible what that with that Floor is so, doing so. So I, I I know exactly what you're talking about because I watch not just uh, it was an LED floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you could do it looked like NBA uh, Jam because you could do the fire on the floor and the guys who were looking. hot. The fire would follow them around. Yeah, you
5: would see graphics. And so for the as the player, like if Jason Smith was being introduced for the dunk contest, there's a picture of him dunking, and they're doing video on one side. There's of all that overhead shots. Mm-hmm. It was a
1: wow. Did wow. you
4: see the fire thing I'm talking about?
5: that did, As they walked, the them, fire yeah, followed them. It, I, did I thought see that was that. a really yep.
4: cool effect. It, three point contest. It would follow them a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I saw that. I, I like that part. I, li- I like the use of the uh, the LED cord, the I guess it was, that everything mm-hmm. that went in souped a little bit of it up. Uh, they just, they, they, you know, you go into Sunday and you need a, a nice little capper because, again, you've had some some highs but a lot of lows, too on Saturday night with some of the, some of the moments. And then last night you get this 211 186 highest ever scoring all-star game. And they went back to the Eastern conference, Western conference format, which I think was smart to do, mm-hmm. but there was no, there was no pride on the line. Like there, there was, and I, I hate to be the guy that keeps saying back in my day, those guys, at least by the fourth quarter, they'd take some pride in it and try to defend each other. There was none of that in this game. The West was just as cool with the East going for the 200 yep. point mark. And, as anything else. I mean, they were literally just letting guys fly by. There was never any lockdown in the fourth. I thought perhaps the West would show some pride in the fourth and say, you know what, yeah. we're not going to let the East go get the record. Yep. And we yeah, didn't we play some defense. We didn't even no, get they that. Just, they like, just laid down. Just a, and, and again, down. Brian Windhorst this morning says it's as simple as what we just said, that you have to incentivize playing this game uh, with money funny for money these yeah. Players. yeah you got to
5: give them financial incentives NBA needs Big to money. offer
4: players money to fix all- star game. They made a bunch of changes and asked players to care and they didn't. Nope the players don't care. Halliburton carried. He's trying to put now on, see, but he's in Indiana. He's trying to put on a show for for for, for his Jake for, and I got for into fans. the game.
5: We got into the game for 10 minutes because in those first 10 minutes, if you recall, Halliburton was on fire. He couldn't miss. five of six. Yeah, I mean it was 15. Those first 15 points he had, we
4: were invested and then they fell off and he wasn't getting the but ball. But imagine if he it was only fun because of the crowd and that's his home crowd and he was hitting them. But imagine if that had just been some dude, I don't care if it's him or whatever else, DeAaron Fox, if they're missing that. No, it would suck. The only reason was it good because he was hitting yeah, them he was, and, he was he it's launching because them. it's the hometown guy that you're right that's yep. the only reason we were because when they were bombing from three there and late, then dame took over the bombs and then dame started throwing it and, out and my man hit two half quarters and that was yep. impressive but it just felt like everybody was cool with
5: everybody you know, seemed cool with the pass, the you know the sort of the patsy defense uh, Le- and
4: lebron james on it i think it's something we need to figure out our competitive nature don't like to have free flows free-flowing scoring like that. Looks like everybody set their competitive nature to the side last night. Yeah, they did. I didn't think there was much competitive nature out there. Anthony Davis said what everybody else knows. Everybody wants to be competitive, but then you also, as players – uh, think about trying not to get hurt. Again, they won't say that if you pay paying more money. Just incentivize it like you did with in-season tournament. Anthony Edwards, here's the issue. This thing ain't been competitive in a long time, and Anthony Edwards grew up with it not being competitive. For me, it's an all-star game, so I will never look at it as being super competitive. That's your problem. That's it. These new schoolers, aint they've never seen it competitive. They're used to seeing this. So you got to stamp that out. If you're silver and jack up the intensity level, you do it with a bunch of money. You do it with stacks of of M. That's That's the way you do it. you got people excited about the end-season tournament. None of us thought it was a great idea. We thought it was stupid. The players played hard because there was an incentive at the end, whether it was for themselves or the guys at the end of the bench. And the NBA's got it. So stop being cheap and go fix it because I tell you, Again, even if it's the same old dunks, and it wouldn't be. But you put Anthony Edwards and Ja Moran out there in a dunk contest because oh. you got $5 million on the line, whatever else. Give them $5 million cash and then give them another million or $2 million for their favorite charity. Yep. you telling me they're not coming out for that? They'd be there. And if, and if Ja is, is playing, like, stop teasing too, bro. <laughs> Yeah, what do do you do with these? these, Back to John. Don't don't go out of both sides of your mouth. Where it's these constant little teases. He did the emoji where you're thinking about it. He quote tweeted someone last. I think it was yesterday morning. Uh, came out about eleven twenty-five, whatever. You know, with the the emoji. Hmm, thinking about it. But you know, what? somebody had said they should just yeah. pay Ja. Man, stop teasing. He get in a, that thing. You know what he gets that and, from? And Jalen Brown has opened the door for that. Yeah. Jalen's different though. Like
5: LeBron does the tease thing too. Like that's where he got. LeBron gets that is from. the
4: reason we're here, we're, where we are with the dunk contest. He could have been one of the guys yep. that could have made this foundational. You keep the dunk contest with stars and star power and faces in it. He could have done it. LeBron, yep. he didn't. You can't completely set it at his feet because no. we've had other stars following his footsteps. Mm. But he was absolutely a big part of the the downfall. Yep. Now, you know, And again, nobody was saying LeBron's got to go in and get in two, three times. Right. But but back to the point, like you've had other stars not do it. This thing's gotten to a point, it's just like with with Anthony. You've grown up with a dunk contest now where it's just role players and scrubs are now G League guys. We don't even remember when the damn thing was competitive anymore. You fix all of it with money. And I don't know what Silver's waiting on. Stop asking these dudes to uh, to have your back, and they're hanging you out there to dry. Yeah. Hey, it's Players League. I gave you guys all the power. Play hard for me. Man, they left you out there looking like a fool <laughs> yes, yesterday hanging that tro- uh, handing that trophy over to Giannis. Yeah. Hadn't done a thing out there. It's because you didn't pay him any extra for it. So I'm I'm with Wendy. You want to make it more competitive, fix it. I don't know. You know I, I, again, I've heard discussions, heard a little bit more of it this morning with Jeff to do you – do you do a three-on-three? Three? Do you just get the All-Stars that want to be there and actually play or whatever uh. else? I'm not so interested in that one. I just think there's a simple answer, and it's, it's cash. It's uh, it's dollar signs, but I don't know. I, we didn't leave anything out of All-Star Weekend. Did any other highlights or lowlights for you? I think we you? covered it pretty well. Yeah, I was going to save Kenny. What do you think and, of Indy overall? I thought it was a cool setup. Uh, no, there was a lot didn't of complaining like about the cold and having to travel to Indy uh. and everything else, but because they had that new building, they were always going to get it. Yeah. Well, the difference is, Memphis going to get a new building too yep. just like in Indy. Indy had renovations on the old building. Mm-hmm. Memphis in a similar situation that thing ain't coming to us. No, it's will not. Will be different from from Indiana in the sense that you know typically, and you see it in the NFL with the new with the new stadiums. Typically, once you get that new stadium, yeah. you you eventually Milwaukee's very quickly on it for, will be will be getting yeah, the Super Bowl. Milwaukee's right? Milwaukee's going That's, to try to get it. Memphis is going to get this these beautiful renovations to FedEx mm-hmm. Forum that you've, that are long overdue and everything else, and probably will put it up there with quite a few arenas in the league. Is just one, of, but we'll never get this All Star Game. No, it's not happening because of the. I guess it's the hotel issue. Hotel rooms downtown, right? Because I've always said, well, we don't have hotel rooms in Tunica. I've always tried to push back on that. No, 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 fool! It's the ones down, and I've had this mm-hmm. explained to me over and over. It's it's downtown. Close proximity it's, to the arena. Yeah, you gotta you gotta yeah. have it all down there, and yep. enough to bring in basically the whole world, and not not just from a fan standpoint, and all that from a television production standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, every all the trucks and stuff that's got it because the whole world's watching. well. This is why Vegas is so good for everything because there's bazillions of these hotel rooms you know, but, all but, in all one but place. I go back to the point: nobody. I don't know. Nobody's going to want to come to... None of these stars are going to want to come to Memphis right. for an All-Star break in the same way that many of them seem to be complaining about having to go to Indiana I this gotcha. weekend. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was cold up there this weekend, dude. Yeah. Folks are... I mean, it was, I, they didn't look like they were having any fun. <laughs> Whereas most of them, I mean, most of their uh, you know teams are down in Cabo or wherever else you're going to Indiana. So, anyway, I, NBA tried to put on a good show. I thought Steph and Sabrina held their own. And from a rating standpoint, mm-hmm. that was the highest part of the... Of the Saturday night festivities, the highest watch part was Steph and Sabrina. Oh, that's exciting. It's kind of like the Taylor Swift effect, you figure. You sure. got a bunch of WNBA fans, uh, Sabrina fans watching mm. what maybe they usually wouldn't uh, because of that thing. It gave it a little bit of extra pop, but sure. we won't go too far because the NBA seriously has major work to do on All Star Weekend. If you're going to make that thing, um, particularly on Sunday, uh, anything that's worth uh, that, that's worth watching. Next story. All right, Nets have fired Jock Vaughn. You see that news this morning? So that dropped today. Yeah, I mean, scapegoat. We talked about that uh, last week with uh, Steve Wilkes for the 49ers. In this case, it's even more so. Jock Vaughn had not done anything but be a you know, solid to good coach for the mm-hmm. Nets. when they went, you know, Before they did the makeover with Durant and those guys, You know, he was doing a solid job with role players. I want to say Levert was on that team. Yep. And doing a solid job, they come in, they end up demoting him and bringing Steve Nash in. Mm. You know, that he he gets it back after that thing flailed out. You know, after that plan without him as the head coach flails out, they bring him back on. And now, with a roster that's 21 and 33, 11th place in the East, he's the problem. Jock Vaughn. So, uh, uh, again, this is just a a, a tale, another tale of scapegoating um there's no question about it and and who knows who knows if jacques bon gets another chance he is going to be an asset to somebody on someone's bench but you hate to see these where you're already given the bad job you're set up to fail uh as bickerstaff was here with the way the situation was at that point he finally got a little bit more of a full deck uh, in Cleveland, but a job where Jack Vaughn was probably destined to fail. And even when he was doing solid, he wasn't getting the credit he deserves. They do him wrong. Uh, do him wrong again. They're trying to build build around Mikael Bridges. Obviously, uh, yeah, Vaughn was 71-68 in the regular season, zero and eight in the playoffs. That's his head coach. Uh, he replaced Steve Nass a season ago before going 43 forty three thirty two, and then getting swept in the first round of the East Conference Conference playoffs. That. Jacques Vaughn was not their issue is my bottom line. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you Jacques Vaughn was on his way to, at some point, leading a team to a championship. That roster is the issue. He takes the fall. It is often like that in the uh, business of professional sports where you've got to find that scapegoat. Somebody's head's got to roll. In this case, uh, Jacques Vaughn gets it. I don't know. Any 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 uh, any opinion on Jacques Vaughn? No, it's a roster issue.
5: It's not a coaching issue.
4: Nah. He got he got done dirty, if it looks like to me, by Brooklyn twice Yep, is my take on this story. So I uh, hate it for Jacques Vaughn. Uh, again, feel like he'll be on somebody's bench as an assistant coach immediately because that's how highly thought of oh, he yeah. is around yeah. NBA circles. So uh, I'm sure he he'll might uh,
5: even get another head coaching opportunity. The way some of these jobs go, I mean, because they go through them so fast. Hopefully, it's
4: a good one. Hopefully, it's a real one. Hard yeah. to do that coming off of what of getting. Essentially, dismiss.
5: On that subject, though, it was odd to see Doc on the sidelines, and I know he was given his game check to the last coach for the for the Bucks. But Adrian w- Griffin, yeah,
4: he's going to hand that over, I guess. So it would have been Boston, but Boston's coaching staff was there last season. They obviously have the best yeah. record in the East, so it had to come down. And most of Milwaukee's record was what Adrian Griffin had done. So, so he's given the game
5: check, I guess, as a, an ode to Adrian. You know that he would have been there otherwise if he weren't fired.
4: Looked to me like they should have just kept Adrian with that main three and seven. Now with this Bucks. Spar- Real man, Dame's often it, it, it's funny. I, I was talking about how can Docs fix this defense when, from a personnel standpoint, you know they they, they lack. But he has come in, and now Dame's scoring average has dropped. dropped. So, you've now yes. affected what they were doing offensively. Yep. And they were decent there. They, they were good to solid there offensively. It was the defense. You need. Looks like you've messed up kind of both sides well, of it right now.
5: And, and we talked about it a little bit at the end of the week, but that was so wild to see Dame fall
4: there at the end of that Grizzlies game. And The Grizzlies beat them just before the All Star game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean a, a wake up call. I don't. Again, you can understand half of those Milwaukee guys thinking this is a a, a rollover mm. game. We're going to run over this Grizzly team. Remember, didn't have Jaron Jackson Jr. Yep. We're going to roll over this team going into the All Star break, and you get an effort level like that at a time where you're ready to go hit the uh, go get into your first class seat and head on vacation. We're going to Cabo. Uh, grizzly yeah. got him, but my point. I mean, it may be the thing Doc needs. Yeah, uh, I don't technically believe in his ability to make that a true, uh, uh, you know, title winning outfit, but. Perhaps having that to point to sure. coming out of the all-star break, guys, we can, we're losing the freaking Grizzlies. We've got to get this fixed now. It's on me. Maybe that is the mm-hmm. shakeup they sort of need. I don't know. Penny Hardaway was sort of selling those things earlier this year too. A lot of times it's easier to sell than to, to actually make happen that it's a true turnaround. But, again, that, their, their issue – much like uh, w- with the Nets, but to a different degree, is a personnel issue defensively that I'm not sure That's if right. Doc's going to be able to fix. They are still a contender. I just You're not putting them over Boston no. uh, in the East. And then last thing, uh, real quick story. before we get to a break, Penny Hardaway going off. There was a difference there, though, yesterday between him and what Rick Pitino did. Penny Hardaway, when asked, he said he wasn't going to name names about the guys that it, he feels like have quit on him and everything else. Did you see Rick Pitino? Yeah, he went on a rant about his own team. Uh, 71-year-old Rick Patino uh, struggling at St. John's. They lose to Seton Hall, and he goes on a rant where he does <laughs> name names. Rick Patino at 71 don't mind naming names. He's called it the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. You think this guy's got uh, super, Mr. Drama King or what? Uh, we are so unathletic. Now we can't guard anybody without fouling. For me, I've always enjoyed the first year, and I'm not gonna lie to you, this is the most unenjoyable experience of my lifetime. This has been so disappointing. Look, Joel's slow laterally. Talking about one of his players. Yeah. He's not fast on the court. Uh, said Patino of Joel Soriano, the team's leading scorer. He wasn't done. Chris Ledlam is slow laterally. Sean Conway's slow laterally. Jeez. Brady's Brady's physically weak. <laughs> I mean, physically weak publicly, Wow, uh, Drissa is slow laterally. So, I mean, he just went down the line on him and undressed yeah. him. What you would typically say, no, you never do to a college athlete. And maybe Rick Patino, whether it's uh, in terms of accomplishment, the way he feels about himself, ego, whatever else, or in terms of, you know, he feels like now in this NIL era, I can I can publicly undress these guys like it. It's, it's a no-no. In college basketball, you don't do it. Yeah. Penny Hardaway, r- rightly, so I still think, I know a lot of fans would say, no, they want the name's name. Penny Hardaway stopped short of that. We're we're already getting on, you know, we're already saying he's throwing the players under the bus too mm-hmm. much and going back and forth with it. You want him to name him? No, it's never been the right thing to do. In college basketball. And I would still say that's yeah. the case, even in the new NIL era, mm-hmm. that you go easy on those guys. You know why? Because they ain't pros yet. Right. Yeah, they're getting paid, but these aren't pros. This isn't the league. This isn't the Boston Celtics. And so from Rick Pitino's standpoint, I just thought, you know, he he, these I, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you, these coaches, man, that think they're geniuses because they've won basketball right. games, yeah, right. That they yes. can't be questioned, yep. or that it's only their way, or that they don't need to change when they do. I don't know. It's weird. Well, I, the, and, and and it's ego, right, Brad? When you totally get paid ego. that much money, yes. I imagine after a while you start you start being convinced of yourself that. My gosh, I I I'm not just a talent. I'm great at this, and and my way's the right way. But but what what do we say about Saban? Yeah. Saban adjusted, right? Mm-hmm. And if you get to a point where you're so caught up in your own, yep. you know, your own fragrance, you can't even smell the real anymore. Yep. But, that, that you won't adjust. You. It's like we've seen for Penny. Like you keep playing the guys, you won't change anything defensively. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to. You have to be able to adjust. That's part of coaching, and so that that's the part. For Patino, that I just these guys graduate to a level they think they're the end all, be all, and 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 everybody's beneath them, and uh, I, there's just an arrogance that comes with that.
5: Well, and I think you
4: forget that, that disgust. You f- you forget things
5: you. that are are the way they are when you take the job. The one thing that Patino said about having the S Y facilities. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, did. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. I didn't so, even mention it. he so said this, they got SE facilities. This is my favorite. This was my favorite the quote school from he's at. Him. He he passively aggressively dismisses his own program by saying they have SE facilities. Yes, we do. Having SE facilities has nothing to do with not guarding, which he got both of them in that one. But similar he to He the school and yeah, the player. He got both of them in one passive aggressive swipe. But it's, you know, with Penny, Penny forgets that he he is actually ultimately responsible for the roster. In his case, you know, right,
4: right, right. While I'm I see where you're going. Yes. Th- well, I the correlation would say he the does two. the right thing in terms of not naming names. He literally refused to yesterday. There does seem to be a disconnect with. This is on me. You assembled now, now, the he, roster. He has come out and said that in different variations and sometimes right after he's he's thrown the players under right. the bus. But it's about do you believe it. Like at least it's, with Ricketts' first year. My, 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 right. right. It's my, my thing with Penny Hardaway is it's about do you believe it's really on you. B- right. Because right. When, when I hear you after this last loss talking about it's two different teams and there was a point, and, and I'm not sure whether it was the question from Parth or from Munns, but there was a point where they said, well, They've quit on you, and Penny kind of bristled a little bit. Don't, don't say that, media. Don't say that all of them have. Some of them have. Some of them have. And so, but he's bristling up at the degree to which we're – no, what's obvious, <laughs> players have quit. Yes. And that's the story. We can see it. Right. No, the media is not is not evil no. or suggesting that it's every single player. And Penny, Penny, so. but that's my point. That Don't get mad at the media. Right. Don't get mad at the fans. Don't do that. Penny has seen how this goes in Memphis. He literally watched it get toxic with Tubby right and said and, and said he wanted some of said this Said God brought him to this job well, for that reason and, and listen I believe that Penny, that God I I believe that God, that Penny heard a voice there's a voice and it said be the coach yes and he
5: followed that voice yes I believe that happens for many of us when we have a calling to some what sort I don't of know thing.
4: if it's God's plan for Penny Hardaway to lead Memphis to a second weekend I don't know that that may not be God's plan I don't know if that's God's plan Brad may not be. I don't know I don't know Based on what I've seen, it's gonna be hard. Right. Based on what I've seen, you were right at the doorstep. Yes. And now you've turned and not just Brad stepped away from the door, you've run the other direction <laughs> right. to a point that you can da- and folks are saying, Well, how can it possibly if, if Penny doesn't make it you know, how can Jason, how does it damage the program? When you start losing the hope, when 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 people stop, you you've seen in Memphis the bottom can drop out very fast. Mm-hmm. Very fast. It dropped out. It dropped out fast on Josh after four straight tournament appearances. Which, oh by the way, sounds real good right now. Sure does. Those last two years were miserable. They were miserable. Bottom dropped out. Awful, folks. they we were begging they, for Georgia Tech to go get him. Bottom dropped out on Tubby. Two years. They, fro, yep. Listen, and let's not act like this is the worst uh, Tigers' loss that. you've ever seen. Into Tubby's first year, they went down to SMU, got smacked up by forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Jeff said that. Screaming. Bottom dropped out fast. Yeah. Yeah back to the point. You were so close, 15 to top 10 best since Cow years in January. Mm-hmm. And the bottom has come out to a point where that's what that's what concerns me about the future, Brad, is 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 when people stop believing, they stop buying season tickets. It usually doesn't go no. wavy up and down up and down. You lose the belief, it starts going that gets harder to get back. It gets harder to get back. And then and then what happens is the only way they're going to come back is if you show them change, right. if you make the change, right? The only way we're That's going. Right. and that, that it was hope that got people excited about Penny Hardaway. Hell, we, we we bro, we sold ourselves, Tubby, when he first got here. Before we saw. Well, hello, there. The, the staff, the loss and everything else. We knew it was going to go but, bad, but we so we we told ourselves Tubby was going to be great. When we first got him because what we said we yep. said they're going from a guy who didn't know how to coach a first time that was trying coach. to figure it out yeah. to a Hall of Famer. Yes, we we sold it. Yes, we, so, so that's that's my point. Is once you start losing hope, the coach that's trying to hang on, the coach that isn't making it's hard to it, it, it near, it's hard to get it back, yes. damn to near get it. impossible. Yes, damn near impossible. Damn near impossible. And so the the only thing you have then as a as a program is you got to sell hope again by making a change. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that somebody said this on Jeff's show, and, it, and it's right. And I, I remember saying it about James Wiseman and Memphis going to the lengths it did, frankly, ruined its season, right, to bat for James Wiseman, the court stuff. Yep. No one player, no one coach is bigger than the program. Well, Yep. You can't let your love, we all love Penny, Memphians love Penny, Right, allow you. I, I think about with Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. You love the man. Look what he's done for you. Right. Right. But at some point, you realize I got to make a change. Right. Or else he, th- this thing, there's a threat of it running further into the ground, doing more damage than possible. I lose more season tickets. Right. I'm coming from a place of with my next coach of of zero, perhaps. Right. Like the, like it was, it could bottom out. That that's how you can do more damage if Penny doesn't get this turned around quickly. Again, I believe Penny's not going to walk away from a situation like this Which, as yeah. as bad as yeah. it is. Right with yep. his brand, with who he is, with who he is in Memphis, you going to walk away right now and step down as some have suggested he should do no, but that don't make next year easy, especially with you know the way this thing has gone is going to be a concern you know uh, again, it's going to be tough and and again, if you're losing you know the fan base if you're losing if people are losing faith in you hard to get that back really hard to you know, what about next year? And you What what, what happens next year, Brad? You start out 10-2, and two, and people are going, well, they were 15-2 last year. Number 10, they blew it. All penny teams, they just end up blowing it. Yeah, it's hard to get back. Hard to get back. Uh, we got Respect Burgers at the top of the hour. At 1 o'clock at one we we're going to talk to Jason Fitz. Now, we haven't had a chance to talk to... Jason Fitz since the Super Bowl. So we'll get a chance to talk a little NFL with him, the NFL offseason, that big Chris Jones question for KC. They got to get him back in there, I would think. What his Raiders are going to do, the draft, obviously owned by my Chicago Bears, a lot to get to with him. We'll ask him about All Star Weekend, see if there were any highlights. Felt like mostly lowlights. We'll ask Fitzie about that third hour. So a lot more to do. You listen to Jason and John, 929FM, ESPN.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet?